welcome to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I'm an imperfect parent. The pressures from all directions to be perfect can be overwhelming. They come from family, friends, social media, and can be very difficult to deal with, especially if you feel like you're on this journey alone. Well, that ends here. You are not alone, and together we will become a village and community by building strong foundations in which the relationships with ourselves and our family can be built on. I'm going to share with you the stories and knowledge of parents, professionals, and authority figures who have been there or have the knowledge, tools, and resources you need to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. So let's go. We got this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I am an imperfect parent on a journey to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. Today, we have Monica Tanner on. And this is kind of her season with it being Valentine's Day and all the love in the air. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit and see all the wonderful things that she's got going on. So welcome, Monica. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Let's start with a little imperfect parent moment that maybe makes you giggle and goes, oh, geez, I did that. Gosh, how do I choose? Okay, well, I'm thinking like one of the most notable is probably when we went on this hike with uh, a whole bunch of family friends, right? And I have four small children and the hike is called uh, Jump Creek Falls. So the idea is you do this hike to kind of this waterfall and then the kids swim in the waterfall and like, you know, you bring a little picnic lunch down there and like have a great day and then you hike out, right? So that was the idea, except I didn't really like, I wasn't really paying attention when we were planning it. So my friends came over and like, everybody's like packing up all their stuff, right? And I was like, oh, and I just like kind of jumped in the car, right? So I didn't bring snacks for my kids. I didn't bring towels for my kids. I didn't like gather up really anything because I'm like, it's a hike. And my friends jump out of the car. We get there. It's like an hour and a half drive away, right? My kids, my friends jump out of the car and they're like packing up their backpacks and they've got their snacks and they've got water and they've got towels and all of these things. And I jump out of the car and I'm like, so I guess we're going on a hike now. And so (laughs) we get to the bottom and all my kids are hungry and they jumped in the, the water. They didn't even really have swimsuits on they didn't have towels to dry off we didn't have anything to sit on and I remember just thinking dude I wasn't thinking about anything like I I like one of my things as a young parent was I was just not good at packing up all the things for all the little people and so but that ended up actually being one of my greatest strengths as a mom I think because my kids are very independent and they pack their own stuff. So now, like, because I was such a lackadaisical, like not good at remembering all the things, they're, they're pretty self-sufficient and independent and they pack their own things now. So there you go. (laughs) That's all, that's like kind of a win. (laughs) I mean, like at the time it felt terrible, but now I'm like, maybe I did something right. I don't know, but it's definitely, (laughs) definitely through my failures that I'm like, I created these really responsible, independent kids. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So let's dive into a little bit of backstory for the listeners. Um, Tell us, you know, a little bit of what you had going on, and then we'll go into 
what you have going on. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So I am a, a wife to a very hunky man. I have four children that we created together and that we raised together. Uh, I am a relationship and intimacy expert. So I teach couples, especially entrepreneurial couples, how to create kind of a family life that is powerful and supportive and passionate so that they can go out and crush their business goals. So I think that the root of everything starts in the home and in the marriage relationship. And, and you know, if you're going to be successful in any other area, it has to start there. So that's kind of a little bit about me and, and what I do. I got started Really, when I was 12, my parents got a divorce and I became obsessed with what makes marriages strong and lasting, right? And I feel yeah. like everything else in my life has flowed from that. But that's how we got here. <laughs> that's wow. a short version. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been married then? So we will be celebrating our 19-year anniversary this year. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> to get into intimacy coaching and you're focusing on entrepreneurs. Are you seeing any trends? Like what's, what's the latest and greatest thing that you're kind of pushing them over the edge to, to fix or to, or what are you seeing? Well, so here's the thing about, you know, marriage and family life are pretty hard. Uh, but when you add entrepreneurship to the mix, then you get like downright super challenging because I mean, when you think about your different roles in life, kind of, once you get married, like you're always a spouse and then you're always a parent, meaning like you don't clock in and clock out of those things. So that's a little bit challenging because those, those roles, being a parent, being a, a spouse, they kind of seep into everything that you do. But for most people, if they work at a job or something, they go, they clock, they clock in, they clock out they come home. It's, it's not that big of a deal, but once you start a business, mm -hmm. the business never really sleeps. You never stop thinking about that. It's always on your mind. And like you, the buck stops at you really. Right. I mean, you make the big decisions and you know, the, the failure success of the business kind of lands on you. I mean, eventually you'll build a team and things like that. But, but once you're a business owner, that's another rule that never ever really goes away until you end it that creates a lot of challenges a lot of friction and entrepreneurship there's no safety and security and predictability in entrepreneurship and that's what typically makes people feel safe in in their in their family life right is like you know if, if when you clock in you clock out there's a lot of safety in that you you, you have certain hours you get a paycheck every so often and it's like safe and secure but when you make entrepreneurship your thing all of a sudden there's a lot of variables and you don't know if that paycheck is coming or not like it's just it, it just introduces a lot of uncertainty a lot of insecurity and a lot of unpredictability into the marriage so that's what i'm seeing the incidence of of entrepreneurial couples that are getting divorced is very, very high. And you see that in the media, you see that everywhere. Yeah. Like going back a little bit there, especially if you love what you're doing in the entrepreneur world, then that 
is a 24 seven thing, like, because it doesn't feel like work anymore, or at least to me, you know, like, I'm just loving it. And it's like, you're always thinking about it, because it's not, it's what I love. It's what I'm, you know, really excited about doing. It becomes then, like another baby, right? I, I mean, know. Yes. So then you add in like, two other things that are 24 7 <laughs> and that's a lot 24 7. Well so. and the other thing is you brought you bring up a really good point that I hadn't thought about before is like you know when you become a parent a lot of times your marriage goes a little bit on the back burner because you're like I've got this baby and they need me like they can't do things for themselves right yes. like your spouse can go to the gym or make food or do whatever the, the thing they need is but this kid needs your attention or else it dies. Right. And you, you start a business and it's the same way. Like it needs you. Like you can't just like, it can't just take itself to the gym or make itself some food. Like if you're not taking care of that baby, it dies. And so that's the nature of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like there's almost a whole nother niche where you could help parents recover their marriages after a baby (laughs) you know like that's that's a whole nother world that you could dive into because that is you you see that almost every time like (laughs) there's the that definite big gap of adjustment from having a young one and then you know then rekindling everything and and getting all that fired back up it yeah that that's an interesting one there (laughs) i'll have to find somebody special to come and talk about that alone (laughs) Well, I know who, who is going right before me, um, Alexandra Stockwell and me, like the skills that we teach, they are applicable in either of those situations, right? When you become a new parent, when you become a new business owner, all of those things, right? The, The skills and frameworks about intimacy that we teach definitely apply to all of those areas. Yes, like uh, for the listeners, Alexander Stockwell, if you haven't listened to that one, definitely go back and, and check her out because uh, we had a great conversation. And yes, the like you said, the things that, that you guys are teaching help in, in all aspects. Like you're focusing on entrepreneurs, but anybody can take these and really run with them and, and build off of that. Yeah. So that, yeah. Well, let's, I know we can't talk about all you do, but do you have a like something special that you would like to tell the listeners? Maybe a, like a little tip or trick to start off with? Well, you bet. So yeah, so my program is called Training in the Art of Sexpionage. And it's basically the skills, strategies, and frameworks that, that help you juggle marriage, family life, and entrepreneurship. It, it, I can't promise you that there won't be challenges, right? But once you've gone through my program, you will have this, you will have the um, confidence to turn towards each other and know without a doubt that you can face every challenge together as a team, knowing that the struggle will make you stronger. So you'll be able to go through all of the roadblocks and challenges that life has. And, and we're happy that, you know, we wouldn't life that was totally smooth sailing would be kind of boring. Right. So like we like a little excitement and adventure, but it's a little bit better if you know that you have the skills to be able to get through all of those things and have it bring you closer rather than tear you apart. So that is what I teach. And so like where I would start with that is I would say to make your relationship a priority. Now that takes on a hundred different forms and there's lots of different ways to do that. But the number one thing I would probably recommend is if your 
busy entrepreneur, executive, whatever, whatever it is that you do. For me, when I plan out my days, I call, I use what I call the daily big five, right? So every single day I sit down and I look at the next day and I think what five things, if I accomplish them, will, you know, push the needle forward in my business, help me become who I'm trying to become, get where I want to go, right? And so I come up with my daily five every single day. And on that daily five, every single time, my husband is one of those daily five. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be big and extravagant and take a lot of time. It means that I plan each day, he's on my to-do list, meaning I can send him a quick text in the middle of the day and ask him about a big client that he's working on, or I can pick up his favorite treat while I'm shopping at the grocery store, or I can leave a note on his pillow, right? Bonus points. If you know, their their uh, their love language, I was, I was about to fill your words in there. Love language. You, I, you saw me fumbling. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say their primary. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. If you know their primary love language, it really helps to put that on the daily five, right? At least make it sure that it makes it into the rotation. But every single day, let your partner know that they're a priority to you, that you love and respect them, and that you're happy they're a part of your life, right? And so that's like the number one easy, tangible, simple thing you can start doing right now to show your spouse that they're a priority. Mm -hmm. And even just having them on your calendar or your to-do list or whatever, even just seeing their name on that list, you know, <laughs> just, okay, yes, I, I, I will check in or I'll at least think of them for the next 15 minutes or whatever, you know? Exactly. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> because days can just run away from you. And before you know it, you're laying in bed beside them going, hmm, I didn't really think about you today. <laughs> and that's not what we want. And it's easy to do. Like oh, for sure really easy to do because they can take care of themselves. They're adults, yep. right? Yep. But that doesn't take care of the connection and the intimacy that, that you, that you really truly need to be successful in every aspect of your life. Right. So of course they can take care of their own needs physically, mm -hmm. but emotionally and intimately, those needs are different. And that's like, that's what having an intimate sex espionage relationship is all about is to be able to think about those needs and that's also how I teach people you know people are are, are like you know I'm never going to be able to spend as much time on my relationship as I do on my business or my kids or things like that that's definitely not the case there's seasons of life of course where your business is going to take priority or your kids need to be you know the priority or whatever like that but you're juggling those balls. And so it's not a matter of equal time. It's a matter of just, does everybody have their needs met, right? Have I met my client's needs? Have I met my children's needs? Have I met my spouse's needs? That's what you should be asking. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so do you, do you work with just the entrepreneur or do you kind of bring them both in and get them on the same page and then go from there? Yeah, I love working with couples yeah. and I call them entrepreneurial couples, meaning that entrepreneurship is present somewhere in their lives. So there's four categories, right? There's, there's the entrepreneur with a non-entrepreneurial spouse. There's the spouse with an entrepreneurial other spouse. There's a, a couple that works 
on a business together, like they have a business together, or there's a couple like me and my husband right now where he runs a very successful business and I run a very separate successful business. So those are like kind of the four categories, but I love to work with them together. So my program is, is meant for couples to really go through together. It's fun. It's like an immersive experience where you're, you're doing your learning skills and you're doing missions together. Now that's not always the case. A lot of times I work with the single individual, but their partner has to at least be willing to like go on date nights with them and things like that, because um, it's, it's, it's an experience for both of them. Even if, even if one of them isn't actively like doing the things, they are always going to be, uh, you know, affected by it. Marriage is a dynamic. You can't change any part of this and not have a response from this, right? So, and 99% of the time, the response is good. When you change yourself in positive ways, you're going to get a positive reaction from your spouse. So even if they're not directly involved, they're always, they're always going to be affected by the changes you're making. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you haven't, have you got wrote a book yet? Not yet. It's is in it the on the works. list for, yeah, I was going to say it's in the works, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, yeah. In, in fact, it's, and it's, and it's probably going to have a lot to do with sex espionage, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's, there's, there's chapters, there's, there's concepts, there's all kinds of things out there. It's just a matter of taking them and putting them down onto the paper. Yeah, put that on the list, eh? <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yes, I gotta write emails before I can write a book, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, would you like to, so where can people go check you out here? So you can find everything at my website, www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com. There, that links to my podcast that's uh, on the brighter side marriage for entrepreneurs. It links to all my social channels um, and it links to all the programs and how to work with me. Um, but I do spend a lot of time on Instagram. You can find me there, Moni Tanner one. Um, should we mention Clubhouse? You can find me on Clubhouse by my name, Monica Tanner. I, I don't spend too, too much time on Clubhouse, but it has been a really fun place to connect with other like-minded individuals who, who care about, you know, married entrepreneurs. I've, I've loved networking there on Clubhouse. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I've met some, uh, actually some really great contacts and heard some really lovely rooms in there, like just amazing actually <laughs> but yeah, I, I try and stay I try and limit my time on there as well <laughs> exactly it's easy to get sucked into the vortex and, and I'm all about you know prioritizing your family and I noticed for me at the beginning I was like ear earbuds in like ignoring everything around me I was like oh we can't do this we've got to schedule in some some clubhouse <laughs> time for sure yeah um well I won't hold you up too long I know you're you're so super busy and do you have one last thing that maybe the listeners could take away as kind of like a, a good starting point? Like, I know you gave us that, you gave us that tip. So actually one thing that I would like to know, maybe I'll get a personal tip. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so if I'm ready to change and I want to bring this up with my wife, Erin, how, what's, what's that first step to do that? you like, like you want to tell me like what you want to change. So 
I want to bring our relationship more to the front and be more intentional and focused on our relationship. And that is what I want to do. Aaron, would, would you like to do that with me? Is that just basically what I do? <laughs> yeah, totally. Or you don't, I mean, you don't have to let you just say like, yeah, like, listen, Aaron, <laughs> I love you. And this relationship means the world to me. And I definitely think that relationships are always evolving and we can always be improving. And I want to show you that this relationship is the most important thing to me right now. So I'd love to invest some time, energy or financial resources, whatever is appropriate into making our relationship really, really, really amazing. What do you think about that? That's probably how I would address that. That's awesome. She has definitely over the last year got a little more on board with the entrepreneurial journey for sure. And, and investing in ourselves has been a big part of this last year. And I can say like prior to that, it was like, why would you ever do that <laughs> kind of attitude? But now it's, it's like, okay, yes. If that will take us to the next step and, uh, and our relationship will be better. And then it just filters down to the kids and us being just generally with each other. We're, we're kind of all over it now. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was, that was a big roadblock for us to get over actually. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And I think that's like the major mindset shift that most couples have to make. Cause typically they think, oh, it's fine. Like, why do we need to fix what's not broken? You know, like everything is fine. Right. Yeah. But everything is fine. Doesn't mean that like, we're thriving. So remember that the most important thing about like the reason why this is so important, your relationship with your partner is so important because when you're raising kids and you're running a business, everybody sees the metadata. Everybody sees, you know, those, the, the way you look at each other, the way you resolve conflict, the way you meet challenges, the way that you celebrate your wins, right? Your kids see that, mm -hmm. your, your customers and your audience will see that, right? And so if you're just like, everything is fine, that's, that's okay. But if you wanna, if you really want to love and support and sustain and be able to get through anything together, that's a number one place where your energy needs to go is in your relationship. Because when you feel sustained and when you feel supported and when you feel that unconditional love, kind of like, like a child who, who, feels, who feels a secure attachment to their parent, they can go off and explore in the world and they, they, they have a secure place to land. Say that's like our adult relationships are, if you want to make it big in entrepreneurship and you, you know, you want to create a business that changes the world, you've got to feel secure in that relationship first, knowing that I can go out there and I can flounder a little bit. Like I can figure these things out, but I have this safe, secure, supportive and sustaining relationship to return to. Yes. Yeah. So this is, this episode will be coming out two days after Valentine's day. And so hopefully everybody made it through the wonderful lovey <laughs> season, but, but keep that up, keep that attitude going. And, you know, if you need help, like, check out Monica for, Monica for sure. Go to, go check out what she has because 
yes, relationships have to be at the top for everything else to kind of be good as well. And yes, let, let us hear your stories too. If, if anything of this resonates, then let us know because yeah, it just kind of lights me up a little bit. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Okay. Well, Monica, I'll let you go for the day and just thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll be seeing each other around for sure. For sure. Let's keep in touch. Thanks, Dwayne. Thank you, Monica. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end. I super appreciate each and every one of you who listens. I hope you get as much out of this adventure as I do. Remember to hit that subscribe button, and if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be awesome, because it helps the show reach more parents who may just need to hear this. Then head over and join the Facebook group. Type TIP Podcast in the search bar. This is where we will build our community and share our stories so we can learn from each other and not feel all alone, but receive support and encouragement to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Thanks so much, everyone. We got this.